You are now tuning into another Sincerely Shameless podcast, featuring your host, content creator, and shameless ambassador, Sarah J. What is up, Sincerely Shameless Podcast, Shameless Community? It is your favorite host, your podcast host, your long-distance cousin, coming to you all the way from the Midwest, where the snow is white and the winds are quick, Sarah J, OMG. Um, You guys, we're in episode seven. Did you notice? I noticed. I am sitting here sipping coffee, diary open, ready to pour out to you what I have to give. And you already know the person on Front Street is I. Yes, I am on Front Street. And I think this episode, like the last previous few, um, is something that I'm still working on. And if I'm still working on it, that means you, shameless being, are probably working on it too or about to experience it. So with no further ado, let us get into this week's episode. Have you ever given someone, rather a friend, family member, coworker, lover, spouse, child, your very last? Say it was lunch money or the clothes off your back, the literal clothes off of your back. Um, Let's go a step further. Have you ever celebrated a friend, family member? spouse, significant other, partner's birthday. And when the day came, you went all the way out. Not, I'm not just talking about getting the filters and the angles when you snapped that picture. I'm talking about full-on balloons, candies, cupcakes, treats, snacks, cards in the mail, all the accoutrements, okay? Like all of the bells and whistles, the things, okay, the things, just to wait a few months later and be crippled with an HBD text message on your day. Truth be told, if you were to ask yourself why you went all the way out for that person, would probably teeter-totter between a couple of things, but there's a deeper root. It wasn't because you wanted them to see how you celebrated them so they can do it exactly the same. Well, where's your creativity, right? And it wasn't so that you could rack up a receipt on all the things I've done. It certainly wasn't because you just had money to blow or because you had time to give. But I do believe there's a link that started at the very beginning when you said, this is a glimpse. I want to give you a glimpse of what celebrating me looks like to you. Of course, you're wondering in that moment, cell phone in hand, HBD text, and you're like, where are the fireworks? Where are the flames? Where is Cirque du Soleil? 
Where's Universal Circus? Where are the balloons? Where's the candies, the cupcakes, the treats, all of the things that you have access to, to provide to me, to show me that I am worthy of this celebration. You could have at least given me an ounce of what I gave to you, right? Wrong. So as I turn the page in my diary, that feeling, that feeling of half-hearted smiles and that gut-sinking feeling of regret, sadness, unmet yet unexpressed needs and wants has now bubbled down to one big word and an even greater feeling, rejection. But I know you're wondering why rejection though. Well, it's simple. Anytime non-reciprocation happens, it feels like immediate rejection. Let that one sink in. But this isn't like the rejection from the friendship. Like, it's not like them saying, like, I don't want to be your friend anymore and that we're no longer friends because you don't know how to celebrate me and or it's all about me, 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 and you celebrate me and then I don't celebrate you. This isn't that type of rejection. And so anyone who's thinking of it that way, I want you to go deeper. This is the rejection of the love language of that friendship, that relationship, that bond, not connecting It's the, goodness, it's, it's kind of like some, a conduit to, oh goodness, I can't explain it. Okay. It's kind of like if the love language is gifts for one person and the love language for the other person is acts of service. And if that person shows up in acts of service and the other person can't show up in gifts, whether money spent or not, creativity used or not, it's a rejection of the love language in that friendship and or relationship. But this is right where I want to help you. Like, this is the moment I want to help you because I needed help here recently, (laughs) like three days ago. Because after this moment happens and you realize there is a disconnect within the connector of the relationship that's founded on the language of how y'all communicate, this is where a lot of the self-talk and the private declarations and vows to never ever show up like this again for someone else happens. This is where we as people are ultimately led to complete shutdown. And when I say complete shutdown, I mean this is right when you take your heart and you cut off that piece And you tell yourself to never show up like that again for a person. And what that does to them is they never get to experience it. But the reality is you kind of hurt yourself because the person, the people, the places, the things that are coming to you for that seed that you planted for them is on the way. But since you're closed, you won't get it. But before I get into all of that, let's do a story time. 
usual, I am putting myself on front street. So I recently celebrated a birthday. My expectations were set because the standard had already been set. And trust me, many fell short of the glory of my emotional and mental standard bar. My emotions were running rampant, but I was so tired I couldn't do anything with them. So I went the other route. I pondered on if I was worthy of celebration, right? And I pondered on if anyone in my immediate friend group and external friend group had experienced the goodness of being connected to me. So I ran a mental receipt and deemed that that was false. How do you deem that something like that is false? Is you take all the things that you know about yourself and all the things that others know about you and you run it up against the truth. And the truth is I know that I show up for people. And so it had nothing to do with me not being able to show up for others. So I thought of my friend group. Who are these people surrounded around me who could not show up in the form that I expected them to do so? Well, I picked these people, so I needed to move on because that's another topic for another day. (laughs) It's going to be called friend picking, right? So then I decided to go back. I said, there has to be something here and... This leads me to this week's topic, that you are more than enough. This is one of the many examples of rejections, of rejection. And no matter who you are, who you're connected to, what you've experienced, how much money you have, how much money you do not have, rejection has no name on it and everyone can get it, okay? Rejection out here with all the smoke, (laughs) So I didn't necessarily have a friend group issue. I mean, it's easy to conclude that like, oh, it's them, not me. But it truly was me. I didn't have a friend group issue. I had a, I've already been injured in this area of rejection. And this celebratory moment, i.e. my birthday, had been tapped extremely hard where my stitches were barely healing. Does that make sense? So if you are feeling this or you are about to be feeling this, pause, because I know exactly what you're going to do because you and I are a lot alike. We would feel something like this, this rejection, and we will throw the entire friend group away. Yes, but do not throw them away just yet, especially without necessary motive check of your friend group and an extensive self heart check for you. First, know this, the shamed are constantly up against rejection and abandonment. So before we go outward, we must go inward. One, were your expectations made known to others outside of self? I know what you're thinking because I thought it. Well, they, one would think, they would know. No, they don't. 
<laughs> no, they don't. I'm going to tell you that right now. No, they don't. I have lived for many years on the, well, when I showed up for you, you would think, no, they don't. No, they don't. Mainly because people's expectations, wants, and needs are all different. Some people expect for you to show up and you fall into it. Some people need you to show up and you show up for them. And some people want you to show up. Either way it goes, the way that that falls, that pendulum has nothing to do with their perspective and everything to do with our perspective. So I literally thought like you would dag, like I'm showing up hard. Like I'm showing up to funerals. You know what I'm saying I'm shaking hands, kissing babies. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm out here sending flowers. You know what I'm saying? One would think, no, they don't. I'm going to tell you that right now. Like, no, they do not. So when I ask, did you make that expectation known to everyone outside of self? Meaning I showed you with my actions, but I verbally said it too. That can be tough because the shamed don't always feel like expressing because we feel like some things that are understood should not be said. That's one of the things we got to get out of. No, it ain't. (laughs) No, it is not. I'm just going to tell you that. No, it is not. Okay. So I get it. You showed up for other people. Why can't they show up for me, for me as I did? I don't really have a sound answer other than we've got to treat, we've got to teach people how to treat us. And so in this moment, did I make it known that I wanted the bells, the whistles, all of the things for my birthday? No, because I was very casual about my birthday. Why? Because I've made it known once before and it didn't happen. So I already had a lack of faith of it being done. Well, if you don't believe it can happen, it probably won't happen. So that was my bad, right? I don't know about y'all if y'all have experienced. I mean, this is the, let me tell you, these are the wounds of rejection. We're just going to go ahead and get into it. Like, if you didn't say it, then you can't possibly expect it to happen, no one's reading minds. And I know what you're thinking. Well, well, I sure well, I read their mind. I know. I know. It happens to be a superpower of us shamed. We tend to pick up on what needs to be done and said and how it needs to be shown up because we have the ability, the innate ability to get out of our shoes and put ourselves in the shoes of others and assess their situation genuinely and show up for them and allow feedback to be provided. I am going to let you know this now from the bottom of my heart. Everybody does not want to get in our shoes. Some people like their shoes, and so they're not going to get out of their shoes to hop in our shoes to assess the situation from our standpoint to be a better support system for what we need. But I have good news. I don't want you to give up on this podcast just yet. Like don't log off. I know I know it's it's sounding doom and gloom. Don't log off. I have good news. But the reality is everyone is not capable. And the other reality attached to that is we can't throw away what we've been gifted to do, i.e. get in the shoes of others and show up because others don't know how to reciprocate. It's a real thing. The second question to ask yourself is, did they show up for you big 
in another way. Say, for example, it wasn't your birthday. Say, for example, it wasn't the funeral. Say, for example, it wasn't the graduation or the house that you purchased. But say it was a random Tuesday in the middle of, I don't know, Perimeter Mall or Fox Hills Mall or AutoZone. I don't know. And they showed up big for you. Love has no weights because there isn't a scale. Okay. And I know what you're thinking because we are methodical thinkers. We're analytical. We're emotional, but we analytical that we like to think there is some scale. Like this is how big I showed up. So you should, that show up should weigh the same. And the reality is it doesn't because there is no scale. And that's just the truth. And so you have to ask yourself that because this is going to allow you and me to have grace and compassion for when they miss the mark. And trust me, they are going to miss the mark. Third question to ask is, is there any emotional capital in the bank for you and for them? Mostly for you. Can you take on not feeling fully celebrated to the capacity that you desire because you celebrate yourself already? This was a real question for myself, mainly because you can't withdraw funds that has no sufficient funds. And I was able to make it through many a birthdays, many a celebrations, because I have learned the, the hard way, long way, strong way, out the mud way, okay? How to show up for myself. How to celebrate myself. Um, the good old saying is, if there isn't a chair at the table, build your own. Well, y'all can have that saying. I'm like, I don't want the table <laughs> or the chair. I'm going to be over here at the picnic, sitting down on a blanket and making it cozy for myself because what you won't do for yourself, others can't learn from you. And so I couldn't even take it to heart hard, really, because I had already set up. I already had things in place to celebrate. And so for those who are struggling with emotional capital with self, get you some, really. And I'm, and I say that wholeheartedly and I say that lightly, but I say that heavily as in Figure out ways you want to be celebrated, rather on a day-to-day basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, and act that out for self. Stop at nothing to celebrate and show up for yourself because people are going to miss the mark. And if we put our stock in how we showed up for others, completely depleted, and and hope for them to, to circle it back to us, you will still be depleted. And that's the reality. So once you've ran those questions through your mind, let's go a little bit deeper. What did that feel like in life? So not feeling fully celebrated on my birthday felt familiar. Um, it wasn't foreign. If it was a one-off, I'd have been like, oh, you know, people just forgot. 222, 222, 222. Like, oh, they forgot. Like, no. 
but it felt like when I was 12, um, when I asked my mom, can I invite some friends to go see, I I still know what you did last summer. I know I used to be a scary movie buff, no longer into that. Um, and I think we did the complete opposite. She said, I've heard what you said and I'm capable of doing that, but we're going to do something else. And that impending rejection is what it felt like still at this age to know that a person is capable for showing up, know that a person is willing and able to show up and then not see them show up is the rejection. And it wasn't, and again, you guys, it's not a friend thing, a friend group thing, a surrounding thing. This is a Sarah J and whoever you are listening (laughs) shameless being thing. And so I literally had to track the links of this to realize that this wound is bigger than I thought and that it needs to get stitched up, but it's a fragile area and that I'm going to have to do a lot more in the emotional and mental capital space to make sure that I'm not spiraling out every big moment when the the others aren't capable. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, what's the risk? This is a self-question. What's the risk? Is it worth throwing them all away just to to heal that and restart? Well, I don't know the answer for you. Um, but there's, there's a bigger lesson. I, I really don't know the answer. What's the risk? I know the risk would be great because I've been making friends since making friends, since been making friends, since making friends. Okay. You got to swap them in, swap them out, move them around, keep them going, keep them going. Um, but the lesson is you are more than enough. Stick with me. We, I only have a little bit left, okay? So to the creative, the thoughtful, always stretching for those we love, showing up, your squad is coming. Why? Because you are more than enough. You are worthy of celebration. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of protection. You are worthy of support. And no matter the rejection that you have experienced, understand that you are better for it. Um, These bouts with rejection are simply just a reminder that you haven't closed the door on love and others. And no, the reality is no one is going to do you how you do you. I told y'all I was going somewhere. (laughs) I told you I was going somewhere. No one, that no one is going to do you how you do you. So nurse the wound, affirm what you aren't yet feeling, but you know the feeling is coming and know that you are worth it. You are worthy. You are more than enough. And you were going to get what you wanted out of the deal anyways. 
Now here's the flex. Are you listening? Here is the biggest flex. And I have experienced this time and time again. That is why I'm literally reading from my diary. Like I literally pulled this episode from my diary because I've experienced it year over year. The biggest flex is, I promise you, it is not coming from who and where you expect it. So stay open. That's why you can't close the door. This is why you can't throw away the whole friend group. This is why you can't shut off your heart in areas where people miss the mark and disappoint. You're going to get it anyways, okay? You you are going to get it anyways. So stay open. Stay open and continue to do your work. One last thing. Right before I was about to close my diary, I literally wrote to myself, what does it mean to me to be celebrated? And while recording this episode, it dawned on me that it means for me to feel loved throughout the entire process. Rejection, abandonment, shortchanging, ups, downs, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, is for me to feel loved the entire process. And I know what you're thinking, but I want you to think inward, not outward. It is imperative for me and you to love us throughout the entire process. Because ultimately, the biggest celebration is a self-celebration. What's up, y'all? I just want to thank you so much for tuning in to the Sincerely Shameless podcast once again. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sticking with me during this very, what I'd like to call scattered uncertain, but certainly certain to be a season of growth season. Um, While my dates have been a bit off, there's still so much to look forward to. Remember, the blog is still active and up and running. You can find that at www.theshamelessbrand.com. Also, we have three more episodes to go on the Sincerely Shameless podcast, but fret not because right behind that, we have candid conversations with Sarah J and we've already began the recording. So I'm looking forward to staying in touch with you, and I hope you are looking forward to staying in touch with me. And remember, the shame, shameless, share with a friend, share with a friend, share with a friend. Love and light.